What is going on, guys? Welcome back to PCP, aka the Politically Correct Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Feel free to go back and listen to episode one, but you do not have to. I'm your host, Johnny Peterson, joined always by co-host Ricky Richie Rich Phillips. This podcast is like all your other favorite podcasts, but different. At least once a week, we are going to sit down and talk about everything under the sun. Things we like, things we hate, things we think you should know about, and the shit that absolutely annoys us. You'll find all of our topics labeled in the description of the podcast so you can skip around and listen to only the things you want to listen to, but we highly recommend listening to the whole thing. With that said, let's get this thing rolling. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode two of PCP. Joined always by Ricky. I am your host, John Peterson. And we thought we would do something kind of cool while we do this podcast. We decided that we want to try one new beer every time we do an episode that we will be sipping on throughout the show. And so today, Rick, what what are you sipping on today? So it's actually pretty funny. So to get in the Christmas spirit, I decided to grab the uh, most Christmassy sort of themed beer that um, was in stock at the liquor store. And I found a beer called Angry Santa Spice London Ale uh, by Rar and Sons. Uh, shout out Fort Worth. Support your local uh, businesses. Um, anyways, so... <laughs> And it's an image on the, on the can. It's an image of Santa taking a shit inside of a chimney while smoking a cigar, <laughs> reading a newspaper. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I just thought I thought that was hilarious. It's just like and it tastes good too. Oh yeah, actually, I'm 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 gonna try it right now. Oh, I tried uh, I tried it. It tastes pretty good. Johnny Johnny tried it before me. But. So I am drinking. It's called an IPFNA. Uh, an Imperial India Pale Ale from the Panther Island Brewing Company in Fort Worth, Texas. So we got a couple Fort Worth brews today, and I like mine so far. Yours is pretty good too, dude. It tastes like well, it's it says let's see, dark ale brewed with mulling spices, notes of vanilla, cinnamon, honey, and fresh gingerbread. I definitely taste the gingerbread. I tasted it too. It was really good. Um, I liked it a lot. Definitely, definitely recommend both these beers. I mean, I'm I'm more of like a like if you've ever had Shiner cheer, I do Shiner. not like Shiner. Yeah, oh. this is okay. where we. This is where we. This is where we differ <sighs> okay. a lot. Well. Is I hate Shiner. I don't. Right. I don't get the hype around Shiner. I think it's a Texas thing. It's not for me. Uh, maybe it is a Texas thing. Shiner, Texas. I don't know. Well, I, I like it. Anyways, th- this this beer is actually it's actually pretty good. I highly recommend it. Um, Angry Santa Spice London Ale. Um, if you like sort of. Rich and malty beers, and it's very festive. For it. festive, and it's too. very festive. It's got Santa shitting into a chimney. So if you're naughty this season, then you'll probably hear Santa taking a shit in your chimney. <laughs> yeah. And then on the <laughs> ho, IP, ho, ho. on the IPFNA can, it is a guy with brass knuckles 
looking like he's about to punch you. Very manly guy with a beard. So look for those. Dude, that, that one's actually badass. Though. It is a cool It is a cool can. That's, That's kind of half is. the reason I picked it. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to be doing that. We'll try a new beer each week. Uh, this week, I guess, is two different beers. Yeah. But I mean. Anyway, first one, off to a good start. I like these. <laughs> but on another note, let's jump right into our first topic. So we know it's finals week. You guys are cramming. It's brutal. The library right now at TCU is absolutely packed. I'm steering clear of it because I have an extremely light final schedule. I don't know about you, Rick. Uh, it's it's so 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 so. Okay, just well, just just projects have, have been uh, been uh, the only reason I've been at the library. But yeah, I try to avoid it at all costs. It is it is super brutal right now. Anyway, so we thought we would help you guys out, and we found how to actually scientifically take control of your finals. That's right. Scientific. Scientifically. This is scientifically proven. I think it was by SUNY University. There's like a million universities in New York. I think they have like 10 New York universities. Anyway, okay. they have seven ways to improve your finals experience. So number one, say no to cramming. They recommend studying in 20 to 50 minute increments and giving yourself at least 10 minutes in between, taking sort of a break rather than just cramming everything the night before. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to have to say that uh, I definitely cram all the time. I, <laughs> I, I heard uh, my first year here, one of, my, one of my friend's friends, he wouldn't study the entire semester and he would start studying for the test the night before and study from like midnight up until the test started. Holy crap. Apparently it worked for him. However, our scientist buddies over at SUNY do not <laughs> recommend this at all. So take breaks in between uh, little study segments. Don't don't kill yourself. It's, it's going to do more harm than good. What's the next one? Say yes to cardio. Number two, say yes to cardio. Science says that just 20 minutes of cardio can improve your memory. Whether you're dancing, jogging, or busting a sweat by walking, exercise will increase your energy level and reduce the effects of stress. Very important. <laughs> I got to say that when I'm trying to de-stress, I definitely don't go outside and start running for 20 minutes. Well, especially but, in this weather, it's raining and it's gross. I'd probably go and work out. I'd probably go lift weights or something, but uh, I'm probably just going to end up like finding some distraction. Yeah. Like, I think watch a movie. just <laughs> locking locking yourself in the library and not getting any kind of exercise is just, I don't know, it just makes me feel Dude, gross. the people that, like, you, have you seen people, like, sleeping in the library? Just That's like, weird. It's, That's it's weird. just like, it's like, okay, dude, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like, you definitely. <laughs> like, the place that you live can't be that far away. It can't be away. that far. And, like, they'll be, like, they'll be, like, sleeping, like, on a desk. And it's like, wow, dude, you know how crowded the library is? Someone could have been using that desk. Yeah, you're probably getting so much done uh, by, by waking up and not driving 10 oh, minutes to yeah. get to the library. I say I don't do that, though. Um, anyway, number three, eat superfoods and antioxidants. Now, this goes into a very long blah, blah, blah type thing saying basically don't eat trash. Don't eat Whataburger five times a day just because it's finals week or heading over to the library cafe and just pounding monsters on monsters on monsters. Right. Get some healthy food in you. Drink a lot of water. They recommend uh, meat, eggs, cheese. Um, oh, wait. Actually, what does that say? <laughs> cheese and cream. When 16 college students were tested on attention and thinking speed, then fed a five-day high-fat, low-carb diet, heavy on meat, eggs, cheese, and cream, and tested again. Their performance declined. Okay, so don't eat those things. Yeah, don't eat them. 
I almost just sent you guys. I was guys like, oh, a- dude, I, I'm, I'm set, man. I I almost, we almost just single-handedly made half the school fail their finals. It's like, well, why, why'd you fail your why'd you fail your class? Well, I failed the exam because I I, I ate too much meat and cheese. <laughs> too much meat. And I, <laughs> I I had a whole bowl of just cheese and cream. Yeah, <laughs> cottage cheese is the way to go. But yeah, that's number three. Don't eat shit. Eat something healthy. Eat fruit. Drink water. Four. But that just like that just like goes into like being totally just stress induced like eating. Yeah. Like people just eat the the most garbage things you think, for themselves do you because think, they're stressed. Do you think meal prep would be a way to go then? Yeah, probably meal prep. Meal prep your finals, little little chicken and rice type deal, some broccoli yeah, in there. Yeah. Get some of that. Um, number four, alternative study spots. Should alternate. Get, alternate. Spot. Al- oh, sh- yeah. Alternate. Alternative study alternate, spots. Alternate study spots. Shake up your finals routine. Spending all night in the library can be draining. Simply alternating the room where a person studies improves retention. In an experiment, psychologists found that college students who studied a list of 40 vocabulary words in two different rooms, one windowless and cluttered, the other modern with a view on a courtyard, did far best on a test than students who studied the words twice in the same room. Um, Why? Why, you may ask? (laughs) Apparently... Uh, the brain makes subtle associations between what is studying and the background sensations it has at the time. So uh, by studying in alternate spots between the library and a study room or maybe a coffee house, uh, apparently that will improve your your studying. Um, well, that just goes back to me not wanting to go to the library. I'll probably just end up like, studying in my room and then studying in the living room. So yeah. Maybe like a five-foot – <laughs> I've, distance. I've had positive I've it's had nice positive, to have a change I've had, I've had positive outcomes with this maybe you study for one of your tests for a couple hours in the library and then you move to let's say a coffee shop down the street maybe Starbucks or something study for another couple hours for a different test move it around because you, you'll get I feel like what they're saying is you'll get cabin fever Yeah, and it, it just increases the amount of stress that you're going to have on yourself so move around make sure uh that you're finding different places to study is essentially what they're saying. You know what? You know what I hate. Just like get a little off topic here. The people, no, hit it. the people <laughs> that like go to Starbucks and they claim like an entire table and just lay out everything. Yeah, like an and they purposely, table. they purposely want you to know that they're just working on <laughs> just like a huge project. Just like why Starbucks? Like that's like a, I don't know. The worst people that I see at Starbucks are those people that are pretending to work at Starbucks. They just bring their little laptop and they sit down with their cup of coffee. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I think I saw it on Family Guy. Ha ha! Just got to get some writing done. Yeah, I'm a writer. Like, it's like, <laughs> look how important I am. <laughs> Everyone, look at me working. <laughs> you're not doing anything, man. You're updating your portfolio and you're sending out resumes on Indeed.com. <laughs> It's like you are unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, sir, you need to you need to buy coffee. Yeah. Okay. Number five, time management. Huge. Cramming causes anxiety, which lowers your ability to retain information. By creating a balanced study plan and schedule, you will be able to study each subject in its entirety and ultimately boost your test performance. I don't know a lot of people that kind of just hop back and forth between subjects in like 15 minute segments. Normally I'll, I'll study for a, a big chunk for one yeah, exam yeah. and then study for another big chunk. I'll take it like exam. day by day. Yeah. Or, or if I like reach to like a stopping point where I think that I'm like, 
I'm like pretty confident in it, then I'll switch to something else and then come back to it later. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, time I, management, that's just sort of like something you like learn like when you get older. It's like you got to manage your time. Otherwise, you're going to be disorganized. That's a yeah, that's a big part of college is just I think that's just like not even a final thing, just a life. That's thing. a life thing. Just man. like just manage your time. Number six, Ricky, you this oh, is one dude, you need. This is me. Uh, Red Bull fueled. Monster fueled, brutal. Was it? Was it the new Bang? Bang! Bang is the new best. Bang energy drink. Bang is the official energy you drink. A whole one of those. That oh my gosh, you're freaking wired. Uh, Bang is the official energy not, not drink. Not to mention, of PCP. not to mention uh, Adderall fueled. I am prescribed it, so y'all can just back off. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, medically approved, but I definitely do all-nighters. So um, no, number six is avoid the all-nighter. Avoid the all-nighter. Don't do what I do because, especially during finals, because the next day when you have to study for the, your next final, you are not going to be nearly as productive if you had, you know, a good night's sleep. So it literally, it's it's just, in the future, it like sets you back and you'll end up... Uh, not using your time uh, as efficiently as you would have before. And um, if you don't take our word for it, uh, the article says, based on a 2008 study by Pamela Thatcher, an associate professor of psychology at St. Lawrence University, all-nighters impair reasoning and memory for as long as four days. As a result, you will receive lower grades. No shit. (laughs) But that's not all. You would then be forced to wake up earlier than expected, and that's bad too. According to Dan Tyler, director of Sleep and Health Research Lab at the University of North Texas, hey, nearby, this will interfere with rapid eye movement, which is, I guess, the term for REM. That's what REM is. Yeah, rapid eye movement. Which aids memory. So let's get a good night's sleep and expect to perform better on tests. Basically, yeah, don't spend all night studying. It's not good for you. Oh, dude, shout out, shout out, uh... UNT, University of North Texas. The I mean was there green. for an entire like semester, so uh, go mean green, I guess. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I'll probably take that in consideration, but I'm gonna have a tough uh, job breaking that habit. I feel like it, it is tough. So don't don't get into the habit if you aren't, and if you are, try the best that you can to break it. Yeah. Number seven. Minimize those distractions. Yeah, this is huge. Uh, so basically what I do, I'm just going to go ahead and give you my advice. Uh, anytime that I have exams coming up that I have to study for or whatever, I I know there's like a little uh, there's like a little set timer thing that or like a usage limit that you can put on your phone with the new... They uh, just came out with that. Yeah, right? with, yeah, it's like a new update for your iPhone. I know a lot of you have iPhones and I'm assuming that... 90% of you have iPhones. So, it's a safe assumption. Uh, you can use those where it limits you to where it locks your apps where you can't use it. But I go ahead and just just go with it and I delete all of my social media apps like when I'm studying. I don't know a lot. That's your th- I think you're the only person I know that does dude, that. I, I, dude, it's like because it, if it's there, then like it gives me like an excuse to like procrastinate. But yeah. if I open up my phone, there's no apps that I can open except for like text messages. And that's it's sort of like a reminder too. That's exactly what the article says too. The article goes, minimize distractions. Research shows that while many teens prefer to study while listening to music, texting friends, or watching television, they are less likely to retain information that way. Wow. Who would have thought? Uh, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not focusing solely on the task at hand, you're not going to do as well on it. This is this is another life thing that this is everyone is distracted now. Half of these are just common sense. Dude, people are just, yeah. This is well. I mean, I think they they did a a good 
article. The last one. The uh, last one's good. I like the last one. <laughs> Maximize practice testing. So, uh, putting simulating a test environment, um, writing down questions for yourself to show that you really are going to help retain the knowledge. A 2013 study found that these techniques do not consistently. Oh wait, what does it say? Rereading and summation would be an effective way to study. So yeah. apparently that's not the way to do it. Doing practice exams, uh, like I just said, is the way to go. I, I've done that before and it works. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you have any other final tips for these guys? I mean, just like yeah, just it's easy to stress. Just you'll get through it. Um, yeah, it's not the end of the world. You'll get through it. Um, I mean, if it's a make or break, then. Um, you probably, there's either one, you don't understand the information and that's okay. Or two, you were too lazy in the beginning of the semester and now you're trying to crawl your way back up. Yeah. Do your best. That's all you can do. Don't, or, don't stress yourself out yeah, too much. I see these people on campus that are just, they look like, they look like their dog just died. Yeah, I know. It's like depressing. Because of a test. Okay. Look, when you're working in 15 years or you're looking for a job or something happens, they're not going to be like, oh, well, how did you do on your junior year English final? <laughs> oh, you got an 82. It's like, guess, can I have a copy of that paper? Guess we can't you hire you. For your final? Not saying uh, don't take school seriously. Take you seriously. should, but anyway, hopefully this helps you guys a little bit with your finals. But um, let's move on to something a little non-school specific. Yeah, uh, so... I, I'm sure that uh, y'all have all heard of this. I don't know if y'all... At least one person. I don't know. I, maybe one person? I don't know. Like, maybe if y'all have heard of this, not just a game, but a trend. Like, like it's, it a, is like... A disgusting It is trend. across everywhere. Like, so many businesses have invested in it. Uh, the NFL's invested in it. I think we talked uh, about it a little bit last episode. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. Uh, okay. We touched on it. Yeah, we touched on it. Uh, I th I think I think that y'all know what I'm talking about, and it is Fortnite. Fortnite. We love Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if I see one more kid floss in that's public, the most annoying. I'm going. Thing. I'm going to lose it. And it's because of Fortnite. What did What was it that we did <laughs> when we were kids that made that? Parents looked at us the way that we look at kids now. It's Fortnite. I don't know, dude. Like probably cell phones, maybe. Maybe cell phones. I don't know. Can you think of something that's grasped like this many people of art of that age? iPhones, maybe. Like when we were when we were kids. I'm trying to think. Maybe COD. Like Call of Duty, maybe. Call of Duty, but oh, dude, Call of Duty was insane. Um. Anyway, Modern Warfare Two was. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyways, we'll get into that another Fortnite, time. Fortnite. Fortnite has taken over the globe. Yeah. And, you got uh, people like Drake playing on there, Travis Scott, NFL players. Like Ricky said, the NFL is invested in this. So the new season of Fortnite is the Winter Wonderland. Uh, season 7. Season, right? season 7. And uh, I uh, recently played it. I, I, I got to say, I'm not the hugest Fortnite fan. I like to play it because uh, a lot of my friends play it. And sometimes we, you know, if we're just trying to kill time, we'll play it. More of a downtime thing when I'm not busy, but there's cons and there's pros. So I'm going to go ahead and start with the cons. I'm not trying to play Battlefield, you know, the, the like Battlefield games. I'm trying yeah. to play Fortnite. Um, when people get in the planes, they like fly around and you can literally fly around in the plane for like 
as long as you want to, as long as you avoid people, you can just stay up in the sky until there's like 10 people. Left. That's kind of annoying. And it's like, okay, so you're basically doing the exact same thing as like, hiding. you know, bush camping. Yeah. You yeah, just like, hide until it's, it's literally like, yeah, there's 10 people hiding left. in a bush. It's the exact same. Which is um, what I used to do and it, and when I first started playing Fortnite. And it's it's not easy to take out the planes either. Like, you have to do a substantial amount of damage. And if someone's shooting at you, you can, you can literally just fly across the map. Like, anyways, that's something that I don't like about it. Uh, I guess you could use that to your advantage. But uh, I think overall, though, like, with, the, with my pros, I think that the Christmas theme is sick. I think it's... It's freaking awesome. I think the new skins that they released is it's, cool. It's festive. Uh, it's festive. I love festive stuff. This uh, is a festive episode. Yeah, this is a festive episode. Um, I was going to sing Christmas carols, but um, Johnny recorded me earlier, and he said that I sounded like shit. So um, more like I had to beg him to like, not do like, it. like he was like his ears were bleeding. Yeah, like. <laughs> so I, I I took one for you guys. I yeah, took one for the um, team. I listened to it, and I didn't want to subject you guys to so, that. You know, so we'll talk about Fortnite instead. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the new season, uh, just like I said, it came out like three days ago. Um, really cool. Cool skins. Um, lots of fun. They added these things, uh, these like little chairlifts where you can uh, navigate around the map quicker. But uh, they added skins for your guns and your vehicles, which is really sick. Overall, I think it's uh, a lot of fun. I'm not, like I said, I'm not the hugest Fortnite fan, but uh, just giving a little review on the new season uh, because I know so many people do. Um, and I feel like uh, this season was like, I thought it was pretty cool relative to the past season. But yeah, no, Fortnite is crazy though. It's super crazy big. big. And for someone like me, I I barely play Fortnite. I'm I'm terrible at it. I'm more of an Overwatch guy. And you're you're too busy playing Red Dead too. Red Dead is also very fun. But even for someone out there who's listening to this and hasn't skipped past this segment, you will probably have heard of a name by someone by the name of Ninja. Ninja is the most popular streamer on the planet. He got huge playing Fortnite. And we just wanted to go a, bit, a little bit onto his background just because he is a huge figure and we'll give you a little bit of his background and then some things will come from that. So Ninja, a.k.a. Richard Tyler Blevins, born June 5th, 1991, is more popular known as Ninja. Wait, wait, wait. What's his name? Richard Tyler Richard? Blevins. Dude, you guys have the same his name. His first name's Richard? Why aren't you a streamer? What? <laughs> Damn, dude. I thought it was just Tyler. You guys are named twins. Hey, that's lit. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so born in the Detroit area, he moved to the Chicago suburbs when he was a year old, blah, blah, blah. Super normal childhood. He started playing professional gaming after graduating high school. That's a pretty big jump to just yeah. straight up tell your parents, I'm going to be a pro gamer. Yeah, probably in that, that time where it wasn't. As, this was in 09. As like, like, I feel like 09 gaming isn't as... Especially before Twitch, too. It's not as believable. It's not as yeah. believable as like. But uh, apparently, this game. apparently this was a viable career for him. He started playing Pro Halo Three H1Z1, in two thousand nine, and then yeah, moved on to H one Z one, which moved which to is, PUBG. Which also background H one Z one and PUBG are both battle royale games, the exact same. Like, same thing setup as, Fortnite. as Fortnite. Yeah, and so then he started playing Fortnite, and he two thousand eighteen he set the Twitch record for a single individual stream while playing Fortnite after he hosted a game with Drake, Travis Scott, and Juju Smith-Schuster, who plays for the Steelers. 
Uh, and in April 2018, he broke his own viewing record uh, where he accumulated an audience of 667,000 oh live viewers. That's, half, that's over half a million people watching him play a video Dude, game. that's like, imagine, imagine like, like six Jerry Worlds, like Cowboy Stadiums. That's insane. Just to watch this kid play Fortnite. Like more than, more than six. He's 27. Of those, like just watching, watching you play a video game. That's insane. That's insane, he has, dude. He I has, would shit my pants if I had that many people watching me play a video game. I'd be like, oh my god, the pre- I yeah, suck. that's and that's part of what we want to talk about today <laughs> is the pressure that goes on to him. So, one, he does his streams family friendly, so he stopped cursing when he's playing. Which, if you right. have ever played a competitive video game, you know the incredible urge to just drop profanity when you get killed. Oh, when you're yeah. right, when you're about to win, so he streams and refuses to cuss because he, he has viewers that are like less than ten years old right, watching him play. Right, because it's because it's Fortnite. It's Fortnite. Yeah, everyone's playing it. So dude, all these kids dude, across all ages are watching him play. You, you, you know, I, I think you know about this. There's literally uh, parents that are hiring people to like train their kids. Fortnite coaches. Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite coaches. coaches. Tutors like. Like what the hell is that? It is insane. Why? Why? Why would as a parent, like in the future, um, I would not invest in that whatsoever. I couldn't give two shits. I was if my kid's good at Fortnite or not. I, but like, it's taken over these kids' lives. I was listening to another podcast, and he was talking about uh, he has to take he has to physically remove his kids from the from the console and put them in another room after they're done playing Fortnite. And he says they just flip out when he takes Fortnite away from him. Or away from them. Have you have you ever seen that uh, the the greatest the greatest freak out videos? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When his parents <laughs> when like, his World of Warcraft <laughs> account. It's like, damn it, mom. Those <laughs> are those are some out. of the funniest and videos it, I've it, ever seen. It actually turns out the videos are fake, but it, oh, they're fake. Yeah, they're. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> no, damn it. <laughs> There's like videos like showing this. Like, That's yeah, such all, a all this wow. is fake. Uh, and uh, because like part of my because, childhood was just shattered. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to Ninja. So Ninja has over 17 million subscribers on YouTube. He earns over $500,000 a month playing a video game. That's insane. Insane. Back five, ten years ago when people That's, are like, oh, I want to be a pro gamer, people would laugh, laugh at them. Now, now it's a real viable career if you're good enough. Yeah, dude. Like eSports is like, and like Twitch streaming is, is grown like exponent. It's insane over the past few years, and it's all because, and it's all because of like stuff like this. Like when someone blows up that big, it's like it's like people are like, "Wow, playing video games for a living? Uh, Sign me up!" Along with everyone in the world, like seriously, (laughs) like there were so many people that just like start. It's like, okay, I'm making a Twitch account right now, and I'm gonna start streaming, And, and like I'm gonna like invest hours into being the best at a video game, like. I was but, I was talking I mean, to Lauren about this yesterday because I told her we were doing this segment. She goes, "Well, how how can he sit there and just play video games for just hours and hours and hours?" On yeah. That? And I said, I was, "I was like, that's a good question. Maybe it's he's making five hundred thousand dollars a month just yeah. playing Fortnite. Dude. Who wouldn't take that deal? I would do that in a heartbeat." Dude, you, you know what's really funny about um, his subscribers and everything and the amount of viewers that he has. I think that he released a, like, um, there was, like, a video of him, like, describing the life of, like, a streamer that has that much, like, 
social impact. Really? Uh, and he was like, yeah, I literally didn't stream for two days and I lost 20 K. Yeah. I think it was 40 or like 40, for like 40,000 40, people, 40, people unsubscribed because they were like, Oh, like he wasn't on today. Like, Oh, like he, he, he thinks he's like, he, he thinks he can just not stream for two days. And, and it's like, you, oh. it's, I don't think you physically can every yeah, single dude. day. Oh, that, I don't know. We've had, we've had this conversation several times on how you're able to well, he's sponsored by Red Bull. He's got a whole thing of Red Bulls, but that can only take you so far. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Just if I was sitting that long in front of a screen doing that, my eyes would be so strained. I'd be like, yeah. "Dude!" Without any deterioration how, in how well you're playing, too, he's still winning the majority of the games. He's or maybe, playing. or maybe we're just seeing it from like a like, like maybe it's just not. You know, it's playing video games, so maybe it's just like not even like you know. A problem maybe he's just he's, he's just like having fun doing it i guess he's like i'm having so much fun i will play this i, I feel like there has to be some kind of level but of i guess pressure there has, on him yeah, with the, there, the amount of people watching him yeah maybe there's like just like this level of like fortnite grind where he's like gosh i really don't want to play this game i would i, would and I gotta imagine break. i gotta imagine he gets tired like he wins like six games in a row it's like okay well here I am. Yeah, but then someone donates him five hundred dollars. He's like, oh, so so that's why I'm doing this. He goes, that's, oh, oh, that's, that's why. why. Because I just made five hundred dollars in two minutes. I forgot about the Lambo oh, in my garage. Cool. That's why I'm playing this game. Yeah, it's oh my gosh. Anyway. Yeah, no, but uh, it's absolutely crazy, especially like the like training your kid to get good Fortnite. I can't paying someone to teach your kid how to play oh, video games gosh. better. You know how you get better video games? You just play it. Well, you know, honestly, like if I was younger, if I was younger, my parents did that. Then would be, I'd honestly be like, wow, I have the sickest parents like ever. But now that I'm older and I look at it, I'm like, wow, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want that for my kid. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, speaking on the, with the new season in mind and seasonal beers and you know, uh, the, just the overall festivities. Just overall festivities. We're getting to Christmas. We're we're getting into Christmas. Uh, this is a seasonal episode. Uh, we got a lot of Christmas stuff for you. We're gonna talk about a couple articles where people list things, Christmas things that they hate, and we're just gonna roll through them. Uh, give it, give our opinions on them. Some of these we yeah. agree with. Some of them they're just weird. Yeah. That you no no one has heard yeah. of. Number one. So we have 10 of articles that we've pulled of Christmas things that are annoying or Christmas things that people hate. The number one is shopping for gifts. The malls are always packed. Traffic is brutal. You always put off getting your gifts until December 20th. It's the worst. Shopping for gifts, man. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm a big shopping for gifts. Get in there. I'm like on a mission. Like get in there, get out. And that's all the time I want to spend. Oh yeah. Where there's people, we're not looking around. We're not they, hanging out. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm in not, and out. I'm not hanging out. Oh hell no. Especially if any of y'all endured Black Friday. Props to you because Ooh. you are a psycho. Right. Black Friday is. <laughs> but I, I'm on a mission. I'm I'm just like get in, get out. Please don't try to sell me anything. If I normally do research before I go to the place. I don't like walk around like. You know, like shopping, shopping, where you're just browsing. Yeah, stuff. you're just you're like, browsing. You're oh, yeah, I want this. You've like, made a list. You've checked it twice. Uh, and uh, you're, you, you know who's naughty and nice, and you're getting those <laughs> gifts, and you're getting out. I don't shop. I don't go to malls anymore. 
I do online 100%. It's so much easier. Amazon is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Dude, Amazon, oh my gosh. We'll get into Amazon another time, but Amazon is definitely the most efficient way to not go anywhere and get someone a present. I want to limit as much human interaction as possible. I don't want to talk to anybody. Right, right. And uh, like I said, like mission, get in, get out. Uh, I normally do research before I I actually go there. And uh, I just can't be that person that just walks around and is okay. What am I going to get? Yeah, like what am I going to get? Dude, like I I don't know. I don't know. Shopping for gifts. We'll go to number two. Very hectic. Giving a gift can lead to an awkward situation, which is number two, the unexpected gift buyer. (laughs) Someone that you apparently, they think that you guys are way better friends than you do and they buy you a (laughs) gift for Christmas and they hand it to you and you have nothing for them because you had no idea that they were important enough in your life or they, you were important enough in their life to where it warranted getting a gift. I've never had this specifically happen to me. Like chill out. It's always that one guy that you're (laughs) super nice to just because... Or, and they take it to, they take it too far as to thinking that you guys are now best yeah, friends. And yeah. we have people like that in yeah. our lives. Or maybe it's just like they're just like a super nice person. Like you know those people that are like during the Christmas season they're just like They buy everybody a gift. I'm just gifting everyone. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it I is. I think I think in that scenario you shouldn't feel as bad. Yeah. But if it's if it's a one on one kind of it almost gets an intimate situation yeah. where they're like, I got this, Ricky. I got you this for you. It's like Oh yeah. Thanks. Just, just, just what I needed. <laughs> just what I needed. Cookie, cookie sheets. Another awkward it's, interaction. It's like it's, it, and it's probably like an awkward gift too. It's like okay, like I won't ever use this. Yeah, it's ever. something weird. Like, <laughs> like, like you know, there's like a disconnection between what they know you like. Yeah. So they'll get you something like like Christmas spices. <laughs> something like random as shit. Like, what were you, what was, like, processing through your head when you bought me this? Like, first of all, (laughs) yeah, what? it's like, this is just evidence that you don't know me. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, number three on our list of Christmas things that are annoying or we hate. Christmas cards. Christmas cards. You, inevitably, when you go home from college or if you're listening and you have your own home. Or if you have your own family. Yeah. You're going to get... a. A million cards from people that you haven't heard from in a decade. And you're going to see their kids. They're all grown up now. And you won't even remember what they look like because now you're seeing them 10 years later. And it's just constant. And it's going to go from now until February because people take forever to get their Christmas cards out. Oh, my God. And it's just going to be constantly just your mail is just going to be littered with these things. Now, it, it it is nice to get these from people. It's nice to know that they care about you. Right. But it does get overwhelming. Dude. My family's the worst at Christmas cards. It's literally like we don't we don't do all that. They take forever. That crap where like, all right, everyone, put on your Christmas sweaters. We're gonna go stand next to the fireplace. What family <laughs> and, is happy about like, doing that though? Yeah. Everyone's like, God, it's no. Like, it's like, oh, we need to dress up the dog, put some reindeer antlers on him, and and all that crap. Uh, but I would no, rather. No, no, it's like like our my family's Christmas cards. It's like. Well, what's a picture that we've taken together in the past, like, five months? It just sent like, that one out. It's like, oh, hey, there's everyone together in one spot. Like, couldn't give a shit how people look in it. <laughs> just like, I would right, send that out. <laughs> speaking of the dog, I would honestly rather just have a picture of your dog. Just send me a picture of your dog sitting by the fire. I yeah. would rather have that. Oh, yeah, there you go. We love dogs. Yeah, I love dogs. As 
Grinchy and Scroogey as we sound in this segment. <laughs> I know. We are very pro Christmas. This is a pro Christmas podcast. I think I think Christmas cards. PCP are that stands for pro Christmas podcast. Yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah, we're rebranding, guys. Just just for one podcast. one episode. <laughs> one episode. We're rebranding. No, but Christmas cards. I feel like it's gonna be honestly that with Christmas cards, it's still that personal touch to letting people know like hat like Merry Christmas. Um, all that stuff, like wishing them a great new year uh, in the future and all that. But I think that it's going to – I honestly think it's going to be like replaced by social media. Oh, like a, like a, a, digital, like, a digital – Yeah, this uh, is sort of like a – Digital like, Christmas card. Yeah, a prediction. That I That's think. a good idea. I think – We have thrown you guys solid business ideas oh, every yeah. episode of this podcast so far, and none of you are millionaires <laughs> yet. What is Let going us know on? when you're millionaires and maybe – Give us a cut of the profit. We've got <laughs> black market jewel sales, and we've got um, digital Christmas cards. Digital Christmas cards. So you're welcome. Easy. Those easily in the same market. What's What's <laughs> number four? Because I don't even know what these are. So number four. <laughs> you got that from the article, right? Yeah. So I got this. It's off this article called "25 Things I Hate About Christmas." And this this guy, guy's a Scrooge. This, this guy. guy hates this guy's Christmas. a Scrooge. He's like, I don't know how you find like disappointment in this he put the second thing that he listed was roasted chestnuts which so, is number four on our which list. is number four on our list roasted chestnuts do you like roasted chestnuts i don't even know what that is i just said that i don't <laughs> even know what that is well that I really sounds like i, 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 I imagine like i imagine some guy sitting by a fire in no. the middle of winter with a stick and yeah. there's like a, a nut sitting <laughs> on the end of the stick and he's just holding it over a flame and he's like wow this is the best there's there's numerous uh, references to roasted chestnuts and Nat King song. Cole, right? Huh? Nat King Cole song. Oh, well, maybe. Chestnuts roasted. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm okay. cutting that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, roasted chestnuts. It's like so. This is what this guy said uh, under that. He said, "I think he's from the UK." This is a UK article. He's definitely British. Um, and he says, it's not ye old Victorian London anymore, mate. Also, they smell of burnt squirrel turds. What next? A revival of rickets, smallpox, and catching syphilis from toothless eastern prostitutes? That's what he put under that. For chestnuts? Yeah. What? I don't even know what that means. This guy, like, walks downstairs and he's like, he's like, ah, oh, it's going to be a great Christmas. And then he, what does he see on the counter? A bowl of che- roasted chestnuts. And he's like... Then he murders his entire family. Elma! <laughs> yeah! The chestnuts! Yeah, they're back again! <laughs> he's like, oh, I need oh. chestnuts. <laughs> I have nothing further to add on the chestnuts. So let's just move to number five. What's number five? Mold wine. Another thing. I don't Mold know what that wine. is. So apparently, wait, wait, hold on. Was this list pulled from like the 1500s? Dude, I don't know. I have no this is idea. Brutal. Mold wine. So apparently, mold wine is like it's like a spiced alcoholic drink served warm. And I think it's like sort of like a seasonal like. That's super gross. It, like the I don't know they add spices and stuff that ta- makes it taste Christmassy and they serve it warm like an alcoholic drink served warm. What? The only thing that I would drink that's alcohol that's served warm. It's like apple cider. Is an Irish coffee. Irish coffee, yeah. Irish coffee. 
some some you know. But don't there isn't there like hot apple cider? That's um, kind of what yeah, I imagine yeah, it yeah, tasting yeah. like, but except it's more like, festive. It, anyways, this this guy was really really disappointed in that too. He described it as ever ever sipped a nice glass of red and thought. This would be much better if it was scalding hot, full of woody shrapnel and plonk so cheap it felt it left my teeth all furry. Me neither. I don't know what teeth all furry means, but the scalding hot drink, I think, is just the point that I'm trying to make. A scalding hot drink that's supposed to be uh, some sort of seasonal alcohol drink. I can't say. I'll never try this. I'm going to have that. That and roasted chestnuts. But let's just discuss on why this guy. This guy must have bad experience with foods and drinks. I, I actually must, think. I actually think the Grinch wrote that. Yeah, dude. It's like he must show up to parties and be like, "Wow, mold wine and more roasted chestnuts." Wow. Lucky me. Wow. This guy. This guy <laughs> definitely doesn't get invited to Christmas parties anymore. Oh. Let's move on to number. What is it? Six. Number six. Pine needles. Pine so, needles. Yeah. I, I think pine needles is sort of... It's a necessary uh, evil. It's like, it happens. you got to move your tree into you, your house. And you, the pine needles are going to get everywhere. It's oh, going to suck to clean up, but it's it's just part of it. If you have a real tree or a fake tree, or you have... So if you have a fake tree, you have fake pine needles. Don't don't think that if you get a fake tree that, that it won't come off the tree. All of that, all those like pine needle crap will fall off the tree. You get the fake tree out of the attic. You're bringing it downstairs. What do you have? A whole freaking trail of... Green and a bunch of other crap. It's like, all right, well, let me go empty the vacuum out for the sixth time of vacuuming this shit up. Like I said, this guy's a real, a real ball humbug uh, about stupid stuff like that. Uh, just a necessary evil, like you said. Um, what's next? Number seven. People who put this. Okay, this. This makes me really mad. This gets me really fired. Really up. grinds your gears. People who post their Christmas tree with the gifts under it on Christmas morning. I think we're all guilty of this. Over yeah. the at least once over the past few years since Instagram has been out. Probably. On Christmas Day, you post either intentionally or unintentionally your Christmas tree with all the presents under it. Right. Regardless of how many are under there. This hit me a couple years ago. Where I realized how douchey it was to post this because some people will post it and there are just a gazillion presents under the tree. And the way it comes off to everybody else is, wow, look how many presents I get on Christmas. So we're going to take an official stance here on this podcast. Don't post that. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> Maybe, maybe put it on your story of like a boomerang, go for it, but just save a, just spare me, yeah. just spare me. Post a picture of your family. That's all I want to see. Yeah. Even with or without the gifts under it, I don't want to see your damn Christmas tree. I know what a Christmas tree looks like. We all know what it looks we, like. We know what it looks like. It's I don't green. need to. St- I don't need to see it on social media. I'm driving around town. I see at least twenty of them. And you know why we don't need on to a see five it? minute drive? It's because everyone else is posting it too. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wow. Else. Look how creative I am. I'm posting my tree but, with my presents under it. But I think I think that like the whole presents under the tree thing is just sort of like. I don't know if they're trying to do like, oh, like it's Christmas morning sort of thing. Or if it's like, yeah, yeah. look at all the stuff I have. It's, oh, yeah, do you have this I, stuff? And I don't think the majority of people <laughs> no, are No, I don't think people that. do that on purpose. But, but it, that's how it comes off. That's how it comes that's off. That's how it comes off. People. So don't do that. I think I do. I do believe that some people probably post that 
just for some uh, self satisfaction of people being like, "Oh my gosh, those wow, are the you have so many yeah, presents." The like, people who do that are also the people that tweet out. Uh, I remember when I was in high school, one girl tweeted how pissed she was that she didn't get the new iPhone for. Her. Uh, she tweeted, "I literally will never forget this." She tweeted. Rat. Oh my God, my parents hate me. They didn't get me the new iPhone for Christmas. Oh my God, dude. Hey, you're the worst. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Let's move on. <laughs> what is number eight? Secret Santa. Secret Santa. I, I have no problem with Secret Santa. I think Secret Santa's fun. I think I think Secret Santa is fun. I think that uh, as long as you stay, like... You got to set a price You got to set a price set limit Set the price limit. Gifts. Otherwise, like... Passionate people will go overboard, like Michael Scott in the Christmas episode. <laughs> Yankee swap! Yankee swap! Um, <laughs> Where he gets, uh, he gets, he's like so excited because he bought Ryan. An he gets iPod. Ryan a four hundred dollar iPod. <laughs> it's, it's his own fault. IPod. It's his own fault. Steve and then Carell. He's like, he gets his present from Phyllis, and he gets an oven mitt. So apparently, Phyllis thinks I'm a, a whole homemade oven mitts worth i gave ryan an ipod <laughs> thanks a lot <laughs> so I, I don't think we really have advice with uh, secret santa but Just, i do like i do like secret santa i think i think it's a lot of fun set uh, the price limit i think the idea is just to get a random i normally get um like a gag gift uh, so like i mean whoever gets it a white elephant white elephant's fun too if, if, uh, I think that's if more done, like if the done, gag gift. If done correctly. Yeah, I think that's more of the gag gift thing because it's like you have a gag gift. It's like you just pass around a bunch of gag gifts. It's really funny. So number nine, though, is another thing from this UK article. I've I don't, never heard I don't this. even know what this, this is. This is definitely some so, kind of foreign article. Calling Christmas decorations Dex. Like D-E-X. Like D – well, yeah, like Dex. Like D – or like I think how he spelled it D E C S like just short for decorations like putting up the decks oh yeah we're putting up the decks do you, do you have multiple do you have suck. multiple porches yeah <laughs> putting up I'm the putting decks. the decks on the decks <laughs> I've never heard anyone use this before but please don't make this a thing I don't I don't even don't think call them decks hey hey they're just decorations yeah, don't the, call them decorations that. yeah well, I do have you ever had to put up decorations at your house like I love doing that you like doing that. I sound, it sounded okay, like okay. you're gonna complain about okay. it. Okay, <laughs> I like I like the decorations on the inside of the house where you can okay. like hang stuff on the tree. But like hanging lights outside the like house. Like doing is the, the worst. manual labor of getting on ladders. Yeah, no, and that sucks. Hanging up stuff and it's like, oh, it's 32 degrees out. I'm really glad that I'm spending my time, you know, sta- accidentally stapling or nailing my hand trying to put these lights up. I wouldn't know about that. I'm from San oh. Diego. We don't get weather under 60 degrees. Oh wow. Brag. Yep. All right. Well, anyway, don't call them decks. And all right, let's let's wind this out because this list has gone on way too long. <laughs> the last thing on our list is the over Christmasy people, and you know who you are. And if you're not one of those people, you know who that is. Those people who wear the Christmas sweaters every day to class, always posting stories about how festive they are all right. the time. The people that post the or put the Christmas decorations uh, like November, two weeks before yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. They're they're like, oh, I'm just I just love Christmas. You watch Elf <laughs> every night. No one likes Christmas that much. I, I I mean I think it's I think Christmas can be the the holiday that someone can be 
overly passionate about. But just don't. I agree. But don't use the holiday as a reason for me not to be pissed off about something. Yeah. Oh, get in the Christmas spirit. What do you mean? I just got in a car accident. Yeah. I'm, I <laughs> what? Oh yeah. Let me go bake this guy some cookies for almost totaling my car. <laughs> like. Yeah, the, they're going around. Oh, well, don't be a Scrooge. Don't, don't be, be a, a Grinch. It's like I I have the right to be pissed off. Sometimes. Yeah, I can be pissed off during the holidays. Just because it's a certain month of the year doesn't <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean I can't be mad. Yeah, about doesn't something. doesn't mean that people can't be pissed off. It's and like, it, and it doesn't mean that we can't you know moan about things that annoy us like this list. So that's our list of things that annoy us. Some some things that do annoy us. Some things that we agree with or yeah. are on the same side of. All right, our next topic is. Uh, it's kind of a new segment, I think, that is going to be one of our recurring segments. So we have our <laughs> review of the week coming up next. And this is uh, one of the segments that we came up with. This is called People Who Suck. So we're going to go into uh, different people who suck and why they suck. <laughs> so this week's people who suck, this week's person who sucks is study abroad person. Uh, and if you are in college or went to college at one point, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So we have a great article called Seven Signs That You've Become That Annoying Friend Who Studied Abroad. <laughs> and this is sort of, uh, this is going to help you if if you relate to these things. Maybe you are that person who studied abroad. And maybe you can, you know, you be, can fix come your, off, you know, a fix little bit yourself, less. Fix yourself so you can get your friends back. <laughs> fix yourself. So, number one. Number one reason that you might be that person who studied abroad you insert at least one reference to studying abroad in every conversation. And this is the most likely scenario that you've become this person. It's all you can talk about. Right. It's the worst. It's like we go down the stream, we go eat at Macaroni Grill, and then we're like, oh, yeah, this food's pretty good. Um, when I was in Italy... Uh, uh... <laughs> uh, actually, when I was in Italy, it was, like, far better. Actually, what they do, instead of the way they prepare it here, is blah, blah, blah... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Hey. That is a quick... That's what, that's yeah. what we think. That's a quick okay. way to get everyone to be like, you know what, dude? Shut up. You you know what? Now you can't come to Macaroni Grill with us anymore. Yeah. I love Macaroni Grill. We like it. Now you can't come because you had to be a dick about it. You just ruined my experience. So that's, so that's number one. Don't just... just as, as hard as it is, we understand it was a life-changing experience. We understand you loved it. But everyone else doesn't care about it as much as you do. So just kind of just try and relax with that. Number two. You want everyone to adopt your abroad homes way of doing things. Uh, so the quote under this is, you know, Germans never wear shoes in the house and they have these things called house slippers. We should do it too. Nah, uh, nah, not going to do that. It's like, okay, move there. Yeah, go back. <laughs> that The amount of time that you spent in that country, whatever, wherever it was versus the amount of time you lived in the United States is equivalent to about like 10 seconds. You didn't live there. You were there for a very finite amount of time. It was definitely less than half a year. Number three, you've become a, num a master chef, linguist, insert skill here, whatever it is. You think that because you studied abroad and you learned how to speak uh, Portuguese because you went to Rio de Janeiro for four months, you think that you're somehow entitled to drop this in every conversation. <laughs> don't be that guy. I mean... I don't, I don't think I don't think that I don't think this one is as annoying to me. I mean, I, I, I can't. I, well, I guess the skills thing, it'd be like, I don't know. I think that goes back to just like 
sort of referencing to something that you knew that someone else didn't know. And yeah. It's like, some of these aren't as annoying. And I, I, I it, there's not a problem with talking about studying abroad. Like I think studying mm. abroad is like an amazing opportunity and all that stuff. I agree. And just, I would love to hear about it in the right situation. Yeah. Just like, don't like talk about it so much to where like, okay, like, we weren't there, so you talking about it, you're way more excited because you were there. Yeah. We were not there. Like, you can give us a couple details on it. Like, how was it? Yeah, because I mean, we, we're your friends. We care. But <laughs> don't stop trying to steer the conversation back to yourself because you happened to leave the United States for a few months. <laughs> it's like basically going on vacation. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip number four because I, yeah. I don't really care about that one. Number five, I think, is pretty good. Your social media statuses now come in multiple languages. Oh, dude. Yeah, I've seen stuff like that. I haven't personally, I've but seen, I can see how this would be super annoying. I mean, I mean, it makes sense when people are, like, posting in, like, in the country. I don't, I don't think that's a problem posting, like, your social media status in a different language while you're in another country. As long as you have, like, some sort of reference to it. I mean, if they were just, like, posting some status on Twitter just in a different language, I'd be like... I don't know. I'm like, who am I? Oh, wait, did you study abroad? (laughs) (laughs) But that's tight. I think that's fine. Uh, I don't think that's as annoying. Um, What what do you think of number six? Number six, you've become relentlessly critical of where you're from. Uh, So basically you hate the United States because you lived outside of it for five years. Yeah, it's like, it's really, it's really hard to do this one without getting into politics though let's stick to the pcp creed and move on to number seven and move on because i'm just gonna uh, y- y'all are gonna get me worked up man i'll start getting worked up and there, it's gonna be a train and, and, and you guys aren't here for that you guys are not uh, here for the train and uh yeah number seven and this is kind of the, the the summary of everything that we've been talking about um your friends now hit you with a pillow every time you talk which is a polite way of saying they don't care at this point they're ripping out their hair because it's all you talk about yeah and, and you're just, you're doing like that sort of thing where like someone's talked so much about the same thing where you're just like sitting there and you're like, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's the best one. Oh, that's crazy. Damn, that's nuts. Damn. Oh, oh, really? What? Shit, really? What? While you're on your phone. What? I'm on my phone. Just, wow, what? what? <laughs> it's like, what? And it'll get to the point where... They're just going to stop hanging out with you. Yeah. And all you'll have left is your study abroad friends and the 10 followers on Instagram that you got from moving abroad. And I personally haven't, I mean, like, I've met some people that, like, literally don't shut up about it. Um, I mean, but I haven't met a substantial amount. Not calling out anybody specifically, but if you're listening to this, you can probably think of one person. And hopefully this helps you see if you are study abroad person. Hopefully this helps you. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe just, like... It, it, it's like one of those ads like only you can prevent annoying study abroad people <laughs> only you can prevent people who suck <laughs> people so that's that segment as the people who suck and into uh with that uh ended uh we have review of the week like, review of the week let's go uh review of the week and this one's pretty high this is a big one this is huge because uh i love this man uh, Although I, I'm more of half, I'm ha- I'm excited for one of them. Not, I'm okay, not well they're tied in together. So anyway, so we got our uh, review of the week, and uh, this week we have decided, or th- today we've decided to give y'all our review of the Captain Marvel trailer. 
as well as the Avengers Endgame trailer. Yes! Avengers 4. Uh, obviously, that's the one that, that literally, oh my gosh, is like... Everyone's been they, waiting for. They, they released a, like a small trailer that gives you literally no information and people been going crazy. And it was still amazing. Well, let's do Captain uh, Marvel first. Let's do Captain Marvel. Chronologically, so, that precedes... precedes right. Right, right, right. Avengers so, Endgame. So, uh, Captain Marvel... Brie Lar- stars Brie Larson, basically. It is essentially, I guess, spoiler alert, pause it now if you've never seen any of the Avengers movie, but if you follow MCU at all, this is kind of obvious. Yeah. But Captain Marvel is essentially the missing link to defeating Thanos from Avengers Infinity War. And this is basically her origin story. They need to work her into the Marvel yeah. Universe somehow. Honestly, just... Just very honest review of the trailer. This has been one of the Marvel movies that I will be least excited about seeing. And why is that? Brie Larson just is is very flat. Her acting is just so... She's just so monotone the whole time. I just don't... She's not believable to me. It looks very CGI. I'm still going to see it just because it ties into the Marvel Universe and is probably going to be a big piece of what really happens. Right. And, uh, we well, get to see Samuel L. Jackson. I love Samuel L. Jackson. Huge SLJ fan. I don't know. It, it just wasn't. It, it just didn't hit me like a normal so, Marvel trailer yeah, would. Captain Marvel. So it's like basically just a movie um, discussing like her, her her past and where she got to. It's, a, it's an origin. At movie. a certain point, it's an origin movie. Yeah. Uh, and basically, I think the plot is like she's fighting against some other alien race. Like, oh, surprise, surprise. Typical, typical so, alien. Uh, let me guess. Movie. Someone's like invading New York or something. I don't know. Well, I think I don't think that's the the, the setting. But it, this like, movie takes place in the nineties, though. Right, right, which right, is right. Interesting. It takes it takes place uh, an earlier time, an earlier time before uh, the before Iron Man before, and all these other guys. Before Samuel Jackson or uh, Nick Fury. Nick Fury like created Shield, I think. But uh, overall, basically what happens in the Captain Marvel trailer is, like, she's wearing, like, I don't know, she's wearing, like, some crazy suit. I think that the suit that she was wearing was pretty cool. It's dope. It looks cool. There was, like, it, some it, point it, where she's, like, flying through space. Like, it just didn't It just didn't hit me, like, well, like the Avengers Endgame trailer. Did. Yeah. Well, but maybe I'm that's still because gonna, you've had some development into it. Like, you've true. had some, like... I'm going to see the movie still. You've invested a lot. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so I'm looking forward to this. Who knows? This might be my favorite one. I might maybe, love it. Maybe. Like, I loved Ant-Man. Ant-Man was sick. Yeah. I love Ant-Man. Yeah, Ant-Man is really cool. Um, Ant-Man 2. Uh, really Ant-Man cool. 2 is a little flat. Yeah, it was a little flat, but... Anyway, Captain Marvel. I recommend seeing it uh, if you're a big Marvel person. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't super exciting, the trailer. I think... Um, they may have done that on purpose. Well, let's move on to Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame, dude. Was it Avengers 4, right? Yeah. This Avengers is the fourth 4. installment of the Avengers. So we have Avengers 1, which is just titled Avengers. Right. We have Avengers Age of Ultron. Then there was Avengers Infinity War, which is the most insane. recent one. Insane. Absolutely movie. insane movie. Uh, and now we finally got a little taste of the fourth Avengers movie, which is coming in April now. They moved up the release about a week, it yeah. looks like. And... What's great about this is they didn't reveal a lot. They didn't reveal a lot, and I'm just going to discuss, like, what happens in the trailer. Yeah. Basically, it starts off with Tony Stark, like, in space. Like, uh, he's, like, in this, in this like, space, 
I don't know if it's like station or like a ship or yeah, I think it's like a ship. And he's basically sitting there. He's stranded. Like stranded. Um, like I said, doesn't give us a lot of background. We don't know why he's there. How he got there. Um, and uh, then he's basically just staring out into space. That's that's all. That's all it starts off with. You see different things like Thanos' armor. You see Thanos yeah, walking and through a field. So they talk a lot about they they you know they address the fact that literally they lost. Like he they, because uh, Black Widow's like oh my gosh like he literally annihilated half of the world's population. Yeah, like fifty percent of the world's population when he snapped, and uh, they they address that. And the characters, they just, they basically show you all the characters that are still. You see, we see Captain America. We see Bruce Banner. Uh, Scott right. Lang, a.k.a. Ant-Man, makes a right. surprise cameo at the end. We right. realize that he survives the events of Ant-Man 2. But but all in all, the good thing about this is they don't tell us a whole ton. Right. They don't tell us a lot. It's a Which lot is what of, we like, want. a lot of grieving. Because in superhero movies, there's often not an ending to a movie where the antagonist wins. Infinity War specifically just ended negatively. And it was like... It was a sad ending. It was super negative. Very. And basically, like, the whole trailer is, like, them, like, grieving, and then they basically, when it starts working towards the end of the trailer, it's like, um, they discuss, like, a plan. They have a plan. They have a plan. They don't discuss in detail what the plan is. They don't talk about what the plan is going to be, what the purpose of the plan is, how it's going to work. We do get to see, however, we see the return of Hawkeye, Jeremy Hawkeye, Renner. Yeah. Jeremy Renner is back, super dope haircut. Yeah, he has like some cool sword. Cool too. sword. It's like some like uh, super sick to see him back. I don't, I don't even know what it was. It was like some like modified like katana, basically. But yeah, uh, yeah. So basically, we don't know what the plan is, and I, I that, that's why we really like this trailer. It doesn't yeah. give anything away because I know a lot of people that are fans of these movies. They don't want spoilers because it's like that was such an impactful like movie on the series yeah that it's like oh my gosh like there's so many easter eggs like people trying to figure out like what's going to happen and i know i i think there's comic books on it but yeah no there's there's several storylines but um, i don't what think happens of obviously we know these guys are going to come back yeah, well, yeah. Because yeah. Black Panther's slated for another movie. Spider-Man has another movie coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. So, um, I think it'll be interesting, and I think that, I think when they release another trailer, yeah, that's it what I was may say. give a little bit extra information, but I think it would be smart of them not to release, like, anything that gives anything away. Yeah, they... Like, at all. It was enough, the trailer was enough to hold me over until April. Right, yeah. And what is it? It's now December, January, February, March, April. So full, less than four months, Avengers 4 is going to be out. You're probably going to want to see Captain Marvel first. We recommend watching both of these trailers. Uh, let us know what you guys think. DM us. And also, before we wrap it up, we have a, a Twitter now. We do have a Twitter now. Follow us. Uh, follow us at PC Pod- <laughs> PC Podcast one is our Twitter handle. Trouble with words. Uh, trouble with words. I can't, I can't speak. Uh, it must be the angry sand. I don't spice talk too deal. good. I don't talk too good. So follow us on Twitter. Uh, like we said, uh, give us give some feedback. Uh, 
Go uh, rate and re- rate review our podcast. Suggest uh, leave a review. Topic ideas. Leave, leave a, a review, review on iTunes. Uh, like we said, uh, con- constructual uh, criticism and feedback of our podcast is uh, greatly appreciated. So we want we want to make sure that y'all are enjoying things, uh, things that we can improve on, and all that stuff. So, and on that note, we'll catch yeah, you next week. Yeah. Yeah. Have a great finals, guys. Study hard. Hopefully those tips help you out. And thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.